Why choose this green church? I came to TGT because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGT makes me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what CGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like, you want things good, and that's what we do. That's why I love you. There you have it. You have an impact to Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So someone needs to hear this. Someone needs to hear this. Purpose. Purpose. is not far from the individual. Purpose is not far from the individual. It's not... It's not something you dig, dig, dig to find. The maker of a product, you know, send product with a manual. Product comes with a manual so that you can find the purpose and use of the product in the manual. So you're not trying to find the manual. It came with the product. So you are not searching hard for profit, for purpose. You don't have to. God is more eager to reveal this to you than you are to hear it. And he's already speaking this to your heart. It's not until you see a profound vision, eventually you know that God is speaking out to you. He's speaking through your passions, your desires. You know, God lives in you, right? He's a child of God, right? So it means he speaks more from within you than from without you. So, you know, it speaks through your feelings, your desires, your passions. So pay more attention to the voice within, you know, than you do the voices without. It says also, faith, you have enough faith for you need to do. You have enough faith for you need to do. You, you don't have to look for more faith. Just take action and believe. You my point here. Lesson is here, so I'm facing here. Yeah, so. Take action and believe. Take action and believe, okay? And just trust God. Trust God. Jesus, name we have, we have it. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right, let's keep going. So this morning's topic, okay, is um, intimacy, not performance. Intimacy not performance. Intimacy, not performance. Intimacy, not performance. Glory to Jesus. Intimacy, not performance. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. So this week, okay, let's go to March 19. March 19 from verse 16 to 26. Everything changes 
when I see God more clearly. Everything changes when, you know, my life becomes about intimacy with God, not performance. Not trying to please Him, not trying to score cool points, not trying to be all that and act all that. Just, you know, knowing God's love, basking in His love, enjoying friendship with God. Okay? That will take off all the all the um, structures of performance and make them, you know, places of, of fellowship, of intimacy, not just do's and don'ts. Alright? Just knowing God. Just love. Isn't, isn't it amazing how even, you know, one would change, you know, prophesying from, from performance to just showing God's love. That things change. So I, I'm, I'm, I don't know try to be deep or profound. I'm just telling you how much God loves you. So God might show me something about you, but it's not about revealing God's love towards you. And it shows you nothing. I'll tell you God loves you. And I'm still very profound. I'm still, I'm still very accurate. So it's not, in the, it's not in the trying to, it's not in the performing or the trying to be all that, just in, you know, revealing to people God's love to them. Amen. The love of God, the heart of God. All right. So let's see Matthew 19 from verse 16, 26. Let's go together. I want to go. Just then, a man came up to Jesus and asked, Teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? Why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied, There is only one who is good. If you want to enter life, keep the commandments. 18. Which ones he inquired? Jesus replied, You shall not murder, shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, shall not give false testimony. Honor your father and your mother and love your neighbor as yourself. 20. Oh, dude, all this I have kept, the young man said. What do I still lack? 21. Jesus answered, if you want to be perfect, go sell your possessions and give them to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come and follow me. All right. When the young man heard this, he went away sad because he had great wealth. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Truly I tell you, it is hard for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter into the kingdom of God. 25. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and asked, Who then can be saved? 26. Jesus looked at them and said, With man, this is impossible. With God, all things. All right, so previously, when I, when I read here, I see Christ, you know, scolding the, the rich man, talking about how bad rich people are. Now, not, not in that sense, right? But in how, how this man in particular here, you know, put his faith in his wealth. How he was choosing wealth over Jesus. I was seeing Jesus scolding, Jesus criticizing him, Jesus condemning, Jesus judging. So I was seeing more of that, that really was. Now, when we change our, our bias to seeing the love of God as his nature, to see God's goodness as his nature, you'll be shocked at how, you know, how many things you've read differently because you're not reading from a place of love and God's goodness. So when I, when I read it now from God's love, I saw Christ instead showing empathy, sympathy for the man. 
that with all the man has, to the poor was a very difficult instruction. I saw Jesus Christ, you know, more here showing empathy than, 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 than judgment and criticism. So it was Christ saying, or more, for him, for him to actually take all his wealth that I put his trust in. You know, when we go to the morning, remember that I have 10 million in my account. Oh my God, they're right. So now tell him to take all that, to go and share. They come and follow me. That's a big deal. So I saw the empathy of Jesus instead of his condemnation. So it wasn't God saying, that's a bad person. But I feel for you, right? That's difficult. Can you see how, how, how we can see the same thing in two different ways, depending on where we are seen from? That when I see people from God's love, the way I relate to them will be different. And when I see scripture from God's love, the way, the way it, it reads out to me becomes different. Awesome. So I began to ask myself that where else in scripture have I been wrong by us? Where else am I reading? Where, where else am I reading wrongly? Where else am I seeing? Am I, am I not seeing love accurately enough? Amen. Okay. You know how we, 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 we religious ones, how we, with our zeal for correctness, you know, can't, can't um, you know, in a bid to show right and wrong, do so without the art of God in it. That, yes, I told you you are right, you are right, and it's true, you are totally wrong, I'm right. But, you know, the way I de- de- delivered the message, it was the right message with the wrong delivery without the love of God. So, yes, I was correct, I was true, right, but I missed out on God's heart in the message. Awesome. Glory to Jesus. So, you know, we see a passage in Scripture where it looks as though Christ went hard on people. He went and he scolded them, you know. He took Cain and showed out of the temple, another kind of stuff, you know. That, 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 that we saw a stern, angry Jesus. And people tend to build, you know, the theology of Christ around those parts. His anger against sin, clinical, clinical, and all that, they build their, their worldview around the anger of God. Instead of building it around the love of God. So they, we tend to, we are not careful, to see the world from God's anger against sin than from God's love for humanity. So, and it begins to color how we, how we hear from God and I will tell people what we hear from God. So, for example, you will hear, you know, there was an earthquake so contrast. Someone says, it's because God is angry at them. God is, God, God is angry at them. He sent them earthquakes. Because you are seeing more of, the, of God's anger against sin than God's love for people. Awesome. Glory to Jesus. So, and I ask Christ in Scripture, okay, if, if, if you say, I, which I agree with, if you say that, you know, um, those parts of Scripture, you know, that you are more love, you are, you are love, you are all that, what about those parts of Scripture where, where you appear to be angry with people, where you scolded them, where you went out on them, and told me, if I check correctly, I'll see that it was, it, was, it, was, it was going hard against hypocrites, against Pharisees, Sadducees, that, that people that actually saw the anger of God in communication, anger of Christ, was with the hypocrites. People really just zeal without love. Plenty zeal for God, but no love in their, in, in, their, in, their, in their actions. So they like to appear right, but without love. So they will say, they will say something like, you must pay your tithe, though. Your mommy is sick, nobody cares. That, that part of, of scripture. They don't care about, love, about love, loving parents, honoring parents, and mother. The only is that you must pay your tithe. So they picked out the rules without the love. So they say, 
If you, if you don't find out more than anything, that's just Jara, Isara, you know. But, you know, tight. So they, they put more emphasis on the rules of performance rather than on serving God, you know, on serving people with the love of God. Glory to Jesus. Glory to God. So we'll see in the part of, let's go to John 2. John 2. John 2, 13, 17. John 2, 13, 17. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's go together on the screen. Once to go. When it was almost time for the Jewish Passover, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. All right? In the temple courts, he found people sending cattle, sheep, and doves, and others sitting at the tables exchanging money. 15. So he made a whip out of cords and drove all of them from the temple courts, both sheep and cattle. He scattered the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. So those who sold doves, he said, get this out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a market. The disciples, 17, remember that it is written, zeal for your house will condemn me. Okay, we, sorry, we cons- will consume me. Let's go to Mark, Mark 11, 15 to 18. It's the same, the same um, event, uh, Mark's rendering of it. Mark 11, 15 to 18. Want to go? Just entered, yeah. I went to the temple courts. He looked around at everything. But since it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. Sorry, are we Mark 11, 15 to 18? Are we in the right place? Now we are, Darby. Gaffa. <laughs> All right, let's go together. On reaching Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple courts and began driving out those who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves. And he would not allow anyone to carry the merchandise through the temple courts. All right, 17. And as he taught them, he said, It is written, My house will be called a house of prayer for all the nations, but you have made it a den of robbers. 18. The, the chief priests and elders of the law heard this and began to look for ways to kill him. But they feared him because the whole crowd was amazed at his teaching. Look at this. So, people see this and assume that, you know, his issue was that, People were selling, you know, selling, selling the temple and they took Cain and flocked everybody out to know. He was angry with zeal at people selling the temple. But if you look closely, he said they turned his house to a den of robbers. So the issue was not in the buying and selling. It was in the robbery. It was, it was, it was another, you know, um, another, another event where the elite class, Pharisees, Sadducees, those that ran the temple, okay, it is a privilege to bully the poor. So it, it was not... It was not, again, you know, just an angry Jesus, but it was, it was you know, again, showing his, 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 his approval, you know, for, for the hypocrites, Pharisees, Sadducees, the elite class. So, so after was again, they, they went out looking for ways to kill him. So, so these same guys that I always had issues with, and who are they? Pharisees, Sadducees, hypocrites. They tried to look good, but without the love and passion of Jesus. They were more about rights, and wrong that about love. They even tell you, how could you heal a man on a Sabbath day? This guy was lame. He's healed. You're not be about that. The only is that he was healed on the Sabbath. How dare you do good? So they were more about, you know, looking for crossing their eyes, nothing their teeth, nothing their crossing their teeth, nothing their eyes. All right? You know, but not about the love. The rules without the love. 
All right, glory to Jesus. So, you know, God will not, will not, he will not have us, you know, be so consumed with the rules. He wants us to have his heart. His heart, his compassion, his love, not the rules. The rules, the rules without the heart and the love will be hypocrites. Amen. Glory to Jesus. You know, the rules don't change you. The rules only deter behavior, right? The rules change nobody, okay? So the rules do not make it. The rules just mean that you form in public to do it. When you're on your own, you will find your way out about to get my point here. So the rules, so for example, when you see those places where there are rules, you don't wear can you come to church, don't wear um, when you come to church, wear your cap or your hat for ladies or clinical clinical. What do they do? Wear your hat to church, when you leave church, remove the hat. So the rules don't change behavior, they only just deter, they don't change behavior, right? Glory to Jesus. So what then what then what gets the job done? How do we actually get to change? How do we actually be, begin to, you know, become more and more like Jesus? You know, reflecting his heart genuinely. Mark, uh, Mark, Mark, amen, Mark 3, verse 13. Religion, you know, without the heart of God is toxic. It's tiring. Glory to Jesus. So you see people, you know, they are saying the right is right, but it's, it's just coming out also annoying, also condemning, also talking why. You know, they are saying, they, they are, you know, bringing out the rules without mirroring the art of God. All right? And we, we find, we, we grow God's art in the place of intimacy with God. Intimacy. Intimacy. Not just trying to to act right, to do right. So you're not just trying to pray five times daily or pray ten times daily or read your Bible every day. Like it goes beyond those, the, the do's and don'ts to so actually, you know, craving intimacy with God. You, your, your act right is, Lord, I want to actually just know you. I want to know you as a friend. Not, not, not as some faraway guy that, that gives rules that I obey on the earth, but as one that actually does love me and cares about me. I will change it from trying to perform to please God to just trying to enjoy being a child of God. Glory to God. Mark 3, 13 to, 15, 13 to 15. Let's go together. Once we go, Jesus went up on the mountainside and called to him those who he wanted, you know, and they came to him. All right, 14. He appointed 12 that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach. Oh, look at that. Okay. Yeah. So the first thing says that he called them that they might be with him. Then they might go out to preach. So, we are called first to intimacy. Intimacy. So that the work flows from intimacy. Not, not, not just trying to perform or score cool points. The work to do for God flows out from intimacy. That is first being with Jesus. Not to say, ah, today I've prayed, I've prayed my, my prayer, my prayer routine for today, I've done it. No, beyond that. It's just, you know, to actually crave being with Jesus. It's not a one-hour thing every day. It's an all-day, all-life thing. Okay, so the first thing is to actually, actually to be with Jesus. That's the first job. That's, that's your first ministry. So it's not until, it's not until I preach the gospel, which, which we should do, right? Or I pray three hours. Well, we, if you can do that, that's fine. But your heart Christ is first to actually be intimate with God, to know God. That the rest flows from knowing God. That the things I do to please God, you know, it's, 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 not, it's not to end points with God, but to just love upon God. And I pray not because 
If I don't pray, I'll feel bad about it. But I pray because I enjoy talking to God. So it now becomes less of how do I pray? Do I just I talk to God. So I'm 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 not trying to feel like until I pray one, one hour in tongues before I feel like you know I've talked to God today. Now it can be like that. That every day you pray two hours is good, right? But you feel like if I don't pray two hours, two hours today. I've not done right before God because we've we dwelt more on the rules than on the art for God. Now we've turned it to you know to routine. To yes, it's good to have routines and structures, right? But it goes beyond the routine and structure to actually a heart that longs to know God and spends time with God. Not to score points again, but to just be intimate with God, to just spend time, to just enjoy His love, to enjoy His nature, and from that we can, we can begin to get stuff done. So the first job we have is to be intimate with God. And it's not a job, it's a love affair. It's the way you want to talk to one, the one you love all day. Do you get my point here? It's how you do it every day, all day. You know, wake up in the morning, babe, I'm awake, go, you know. Amen. You and I, you can feel me, right? Yep, sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> but those are that, that relationship, right? We can, we can feel it, right? We do it a lot, you know. Wake up in the morning, you know. You're awake, babe, I'm awake. Are you awake too? You know. Amen, Friday. Just focus. All right, all right. You get my point here. But it's just the natural love affair. It's not forced. It's just you in love with someone. Now I'm brushing, no? Have you brushed? Amen. You enter the bus. Ah, I've entered the bus now on my way. You know, now I'm, 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 yeah, there's traffic, right? Ah, this is Lagos, Kinniko, Kinniko, Kinniko. Yeah, it's moving. You know, it's just the, it's the all day, con- it's, it's, not, it's not forced. It's just you being in love with somebody. All right. Can we now break down our work with God from performance to enjoying intimacy with God all day, all life, all through? That it becomes, you know, Personal. It becomes something real. You and your love work with God. I think this will be easier than what we have grown up trying to do. Wake up in the morning with your Bible. Not because you enjoy it, but because it's part of your spiritual cool points. If you don't do it, you will not feel as good, you know, as you should feel. If you don't pray one hour today, you feel as though you are not, you are not cool. Because you know, you know, we're trying to end God's approval by the things we do. It should not be. As, as God's child, you are already approved by God. You're a child of God. So you should, you should be enjoying it, not trying to end, end it. All right? So we serve God from intimacy. Not for performance. Serving from intimacy. This begins to color, you know, everything for you. That it becomes your love with God, not trying to perform not trying, to, not trying to, to, to be right, you know, but just enjoying working with God. Turn it to a love walk with God. Just you and your lover having a good day together. Amen. Glory to Jesus. When we spend time with God, we, begin to, we know his art. Amen. We know his love. Then we can begin to process our entire life through the prism of his love. Otherwise, we can easily find ourselves becoming what we hated, the angry Christian. You are wrong, I'm right. Of which is true. You're totally right, but, you know, when you come from a place of God's love, you are not, you are, you are not you know, keen to, to show someone is wrong. 
You are, you, 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 you are out there showing God's love, not showing you are wrong, I'm right. We're not, we're not trying to show knowledge or show, show I'm better than you, right? We're just loving upon people, just loving them genuinely. When I, when I do this, the way I preach will change. It, it will no longer be about calling out wrong, but I'm just revealing God's love for people. That I know God. I know his love. His love is good on me, man. I know for sure you enjoy his love also. So it becomes practical. It becomes real. It becomes relatable. Not just rules of right and wrong. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. You know, we all are God's children. Right? We are what? Adopted sons. That means that we can actually, you know, bear this son tag without knowing God. If I today pick up a child from any orphanage, right? The child becomes my name, bears my name, lives in my house, and is my son, right? But it can be all without actually knowing me, knowing my art, knowing my culture, knowing how we behave in our, in, our, in our family. So also are many believers, okay? We bear the son of God tag, the Christian tag, but we don't reveal the art of God. And this art developed in the place of intimacy. Intimacy. Not trying to perform, but just enjoying being a friend, a child of God. Not praying to please God, but just being there. You and God enjoying your day together. So we don't, we, we, we don't, we don't with the anxiety of, I've not prayed today. I've not read my Bible today. The, the feeling of, of, of inferiority, of insufficiency, because you not pray. You know, just to, to, make, to make your work God practical, just talk to God. God, you know, how is it going to be? I'm going out now, you know. Just having regular talks with God. What should I wear? Just the regular, let's break it down from being, from being deep to being real. Less trying to be profound, more, more you know, you being real with who you call your lover. A love will work with God. Alright? Trying to perform will burn us out quickly. There are people that serve, that serve God a lot. They're still wondering, how much should I save? Because they, they don't feel sufficient being children of God. They're still wondering, ah, maybe if I should be so and so and so. They are, I know them. They are, doing, they are doing a lot of work, but you still don't feel okay because you've put your, 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 your life around performing to end cool points with God. Instead of just enjoying being a child of God. They work flows from intimacy, from the love of God, from knowing God's love. So you feel small, you feel inadequate, you feel insufficient because you've built your life around you, performing for God, just loving up on God. If I know God, you know, that's enough for me. I'm a child of God, and I'm, that, that should be okay. I'm very okay with just being his child. I don't need to perform to end cool points with God. I just receive his love, okay, and I live out his love. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. So, you know, when I serve God from intimacy, right, I begin to, you know, to know him not just in words, but experientially. That is the idea. To know God beyond just cramming Bible, cramming scriptures, but to actually to know his heart beyond just cramming the book. To genuinely know God from the heart. Experientially. Okay, let's go to First John 1, 1 to 5. First John 1 to 5. First John 1, 1 to 5. Amen.
Are we there? Let's go together. Once we go, just from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at and our own eyes have touched, this we proclaim concerning the word of life. Please see that. So the things which we have, we have what? Go back to verse 1. Which we have seen, which we have heard, which we have looked at, which our hands have handled. So they have experienced God. So it, it's not just telling you what they saw in the book, but what they have experienced. So it bounces differently when you actually know God. It's beyond just saying things you saw in the book to saying, talking about who you have experienced. You hear my point here? So we should change our, our crystal from just, you know, cramming, cramming scripture, pointing it out to actually just knowing God, to knowing and loving God. The basic, the simple things, I know God. Place of intimacy with God, okay? And the, things get a lot realer from there. Let's go on verse 2. Verse 2. The life appeared, we have seen it, let's fight to it, and we proclaim to you the eternal life which was with the Father and has appeared to us. Verse 3. We proclaim to you, look at this, what we have seen and heard, so that you may have fellowship with us, okay? And our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. Look at that. So, so it's about fellowship. It's about fellowship with God. The, the rules are good, right? It's about the, the, the rules should come from fellowship, not just mere rules that we give people. But the, the idea is that, you know, we as believers should, you know, crave with God fellowship, intimacy. Not just the rules of survival, rules, rules of living, but fellowship with God. Knowing God intimately. That it will change for us everything about, about what we see God and what we relate to our world. It's not about how well I pray. It's about, you know, me spending time with God to know God. To being God conscious every day, all day. To deliberately cast my affections on God. Not, for, not, not, really, not really for what I get, but, but to, to just actually, you know, know Him intimately. Intimately. Not the rules, okay? But intimate knowledge of God. Glory to Jesus. Glory to God. Ephesians 3.19. I'm five version. Ephesians 3.19. I'm five version. Let's, let's go together. Once we go... That you may come to know practically and through personal experience the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience, that you may be filled up throughout your being to all the fullness of God, so that you may have the richest experience of God's presence in your lives, completely filled and flooded with God. So he says that his, his prayer for us is to have real knowledge of God, practical experience, not just, not, not just mere knowledge, okay, but to experience God. That's the idea. So this should be our heart cry. To experience God. In every way. To experience God. So it goes beyond just, just what you heard about. to what you actually experience daily. When God comes this way to us, we find our Christian work a lot easier. A lot easier. Without the anxiety, without the fear, without the worry. Just you knowing God and making him known. When we do this, okay, we find out that, you know, that it begins to build through us. It begins to build in us loving character. That when I, when I know God, his nature will reflect on me. Amen. When I know God, you know, there's a way we can, we can, we can give ourselves to prayer, right? But it doesn't change us. The people that pray hours daily, they're not changing, but they pray every day. When you pray to perform, you don't change. When you pray to score, to mark, I've prayed today, it doesn't get better. You don't change. What, what, what actually changes people is that intimacy with God. Actually craving, not just trying to score points, but to just enjoy being 
with the one you love. It's not because of koinonia, fellowship, that, that they were transformed more and more into his knowledge. Right? So, we see, we, we see, a, lot of, we see a lot of Christians, okay? Pastors, prophets, they are profound, they are worded, they are noted, right? But you don't, you don't see God's love in them. It's very possible. They can be a deep Christian, you know, with all the gifts, right? But the, the nature is not showing. Because when we build our work with God around performing, we don't build up in his nature. If it's about our raise the dead, it's good, right? But you know, when it's not from a place of intimacy, knowing God, it doesn't produce in us change of behavior. What, what changes us is really intimacy with God. Knowing God. Knowing God. It's not forced. It's just you, you know, craving intimacy with God. Craving, knowing God, not just, not, not just, you know, yes, from the book, right? You know, but experiencing the book. Experiencing his person too. All right? Glory to God. Glory to God. So it's built up in me, loving character. It also compels you to do more. L- knowing God compels you to do more for him. I'm not trying to force myself to do more for God, but because I know him. I know that I can dare in his name and no backwards. I know his love. I know his art. So I'm doing this in place of, you know, I know God. Not trying to force myself, but because his love just naturally compels me. His love pushes me to talk about him. If I know God, I will talk about him. I, I, I won't try to, you know, if I don't preach, I, I, no, no, I won't, I'm not trying to preach just to score heavenly points, okay? But because I know his love, I know how much he loves me and humanity. So I talk from a place of knowledge of love that I've experienced. It bangs differently. Glory to Jesus. Bible says, 2 Corinthians 5 14, says, For Christ's love compels us. They've known his love, his love compels us. So, you know, when, when you know his love, it comes for you, you know, motivation to get stuff done. Not to score points, but because you just know how much he loves and cares for people. Glory to God. Love will guide how, how, I, how I correct people and deliver admonitions. Alright? You know, we can say the same things, okay, in, in different ways. You know, I will say, what have men and female? Abby? Benjamin? Okay. Glory to Jesus. Alright. And they, they mean to say what can be the same word can be delivered well, can be delivered well and be good, or can be delivered wrongly. The same word, right? Now I can, I can, interesting. <laughs> Amen. All right. So the same word can be delivered in, in, in different ways. That if I reach out to people, trying to fix them, not showing them God's love, I will be judging them, not, not correcting them. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say this. For example, right now, you saw someone, someone doing someone something wrong. If I come from a place of trying to show you you're wrong, I would not, I would, I, I, people don't get better that way. I only show you, you are wrong, I am right. So, but real correction is to help people actually get better. It, it comes to the art of helping you, not trying to show you how wrong you are, how right I am. So, we can, we can, we can, we can face, face the same issues and get, it, and, and get two different results based on where we are coming from. If I come from a place of love, okay, not trying to, to show off to you, but loving you, I'll correct better. I'll build up, not tear down. Otherwise, in our zeal for God, we can tear people down. We can break people with our zeal. That yes, you are so lost for God, you love God so much, but your, your zeal is not from intimacy. So we'll break people down. So people come to us and they feel more, they feel more around us unsafe, insecure, than, than loved and helped because we are so good, they are so bad. You know, you know it, 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 it can show, it stinks, it shows in our behavior. You are so good. So we have to deliberately, you know, to 
comes from a place of God's love and intimacy. And in so doing, you can better reach out to people with God's love, with God's heart. Am I making sense? Am I make, is it good? Okay, I need the feedback. All right. Jude 22. Jude 22. It says, be merciful to those who doubt. That's the idea. Be merciful. You know, where, where you're coming from, place of God's love, it comes with mercy, with love, with, with a genuine heart that cares to help. Not just show them they are wrong and you are right. All right? So, um, Galatians 6, 1-5. Galatians 6, 1-5. Galatians 6, 1-5. Thank you, Lord. Want to go. Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you will live by the Spirit to restore that person gently. But watch yourselves, or you may also be tempted. Look at that. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Thank you, Lord. Verse 3. If anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Verse 4. Each one should test their own actions, that they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to somebody else. For each one should carry their own load. So he says, if someone's doing the wrong right, that you, sh- you should approach the person with that of gentleness. Not, 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 not just to point out the wrong, but to help to restore people. Knowing that even you also, you have your own your body also, or you've been there, or you're there right now. So, you know, we have this way of calling out wrong, I forget where we came from. So like, you are clinical, clinical, but you forget where God picked you up from. That even right now, in your, in your being saved, you still have things you're dealing with. So he says, you know, stop comparing people to make yourself feel good. Okay, that person did that. Ah, I'm better than him. That, that, we have those kind of uh, moments, right? Say no, that each one should, you know, should compare themselves, not with other person, but, you know, each one should carry his own load. So I, I, don't, I don't need to see you doing, I don't need to see you doing wrong to feel good about myself. But rather, I should restore people gently, okay, with God's because each one, you know, we carry their own, their own bodies. Glory to Jesus. So this is the idea, okay, that when I reach out to people from place of God's love, I'm, le- I'm more about helping, not just showing people they are wrong. Amen. So I find myself every time, when, when I'm about to say something online, I just do it because where I'm, where, where I'm coming from is about saying, you are wrong, I'm right. So even though what I'm saying is very true and very profound, but because the art coming from is wrong, I delete it. Because if I'm not missing from God's art, I'll do it wrong. I will do more harm than good. All right? Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Am I flowing, please? I feel like I'm talking very fast. All right, awesome. So we see people say things like this. When they're offended. Today, I'll show you my real color. Okay? And I've shown you my real color, but, but I'm a Christian. You know why? We have mastered the rules, but not the art of God. So the rule says, don't be angry. Don't show yourself off, right? So we, we are keep saying, I've done this right, but I'm a Christian. Why? We have mastered the rules, but not mastered the art of God. The art of God is mastered in place of intimacy with God. Intimacy, all right? Intimacy. Not just cramming rules right and wrong, but intimacy with God. Hallelujah. So when we, when we you know, begin to come from a place of intimacy and love, stop, stop, trying to, stop, stop trying to perform. Stop trying to perform, to do this to please God, or to feel like I'm pleasing God. But we did from a place of, I'm just enjoying being a child of God. I'm not praying to say, today I've prayed. I'm praying because I enjoy talking with God, that's all. So I don't need to feel bad or less, I've not prayed. I just enjoy being a child of God. So I pray from a place of, I love God. 
I love his company. I want to know him. I enjoy praying. The way, the way it works, when we try to perform, it sucks out from, from, from those routines the real essence of love and of knowing God. That the more I try to pray because I have to pray, the less I enjoy praying. It now becomes a chore, a body, because I have to. So, in all your life, perform for people. Perform at work. Perform for your friends. For your parents. For, for the government. You pay taxes, right? You also, you also get to perform for God. So, all your life is spent performing. You burn out. So, you stop performing for God. Just enjoy being a child of God. I'm a child of God right now. That's enough. So, I don't do things to... to to, to be better, to end points with what I just I do it from a place of I enjoy doing this because God is my Father, He loves me. Amen. Glory to Jesus. So I don't boast, I, I pray every day three hours. It's not my boast because I'm not, I'm not trying to perform, I just enjoy spending time with God. Glory to, also makes me to not feel small because I, because I, I, I can't pray for long streets. You talk to God every hour. Maybe just two is every, every time. But you feel bad because you cannot pray one hour, one hour straight. It's because we are trying so hard to perform. We lose the essence of if you're actually spending time with God. It doesn't have to be three hours straight. It can be five minutes, ten. It's just, it's just, just how you flow, right? So if you stop trying to perform, just gives so much anxiety, so much stress, it just burns you out. Just love God. Know God. Not, first, not, not, not trying to know God, but just, you know, being real with God. Being real. Being real with God, okay? Spend time with you because you want to actually know him, not try to score points or, you know, or to be profound. Glory to Jesus. So we'll see this how Christ did ministry. John, John 5, 19. John 5, 19 to 20. Let's go together. Just give them this answer. Very truly I tell you, the son can do nothing by himself. He can only do what he sees the father doing. Because whatever the father does, the son also does. 20. For the father loves the son and shows him all he does. Yes, he will show him even better works than this. And you'll be amazed. Says the father loves the son. And shows the son. So because there is love there, you know, the son draws from that love, you know, the miracles, the anointing, everything flows from the place of the love of God. It's not trying to perform. It's just doesn't doesn't have source from God's love. So he says, God the Father loves me, and I love the Father. You know, he shows me stuff. I'm not trying to do. I'm just flowing out of a place of love for God. I'm not trying to see or try to hear. I'm, I'm just showing, I'm, I'm just enjoying God's love. I should pour around the love of God also. Glory to Jesus. To realize that we are sons of God, okay? We don't, we don't become a son who perform. You are already a child of God. So see Christ, told, see the devil came to Christ and said, if a son of God, turn this stone to bread. Perform. Amen. Perform. What, what did Christ tell him? You know, I don't need to do this miracle to show you I am God's child. I know I am God's child. I don't need to pray to God. I'm God's child every time. All day, I am his child. I don't, I don't need to be you to feel like I'm God's child. I am God's child. I'm me, not you. Get my point here. I'm not trying to feel like my pastor. No, I am God's child now. Then the growth comes from there. Not trying to, to become more, to please God or to be more. I am already, so I do. 
That same Christ went to the wedding and turned water to wine. Not to perform, but to show God's love, to show God's love for people. The same Christ met the crowd that was hungry and fed 5,000 with, with, with five, loaves, five, five loaves and two fishes. Not trying to perform, but just revealing the art and love of God for other people. So I get more done when I stop performing and just enjoy being a child of God. The rest will flow from there. So I don't need to feel small right now. No, I am God's child. I'm enough in Christ. I am complete in Him. Amen. So we should do away with the burdens, you know, with the load, the anxiety in serving God. Why? You do not pray, they are Why? Amen. You feel like you feel small because you do not pray. Why? It's a love walk with God. Glory to Jesus. When I spend time with God, place of intimacy, I am transformed. I can better show the world Jesus because I know him by experience. Many times we see people around us, you know, anointed right, wanted right, but because God's heart is missing, this is the anointing to, to break people. Real anointing, real, real anointing is word that you can need to anointing of God to, to, to actually injure people. Because when you pray, when you pray in tongues for a while, you, you can actually stop the power of God. You can stop the power of God when you pray. But it doesn't mean you stop his heart. You can stop the power of God without stop his heart. So you can minister the power of God without mentioning his heart. So you can right, right, right now start seeing things about people. You see accurate, you can see accurate about people, right? And still and still misrepresent God to them. So like I can say, for example, I see right now, I see what you did last year. And you know, you've seen it right, you can see it rightly. You don't embarrass them, right? You saw right with the anointing, but your heart was not in tune with the love of God. This love comes from realness with God, not trying to be profound, not trying to score cool points, but not praying to be anointed. You know, you have to love your minister, your pastor, or your singer. You pray for anointing because you want to show off, right? What about just enjoying being a child of God? I don't pray. I stop praying because I want more. I want more anointing. I want more grace. I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to. That is just me and my lover having a good time. Glory to Jesus. This is the kind of relationship that changes behavior, changes character. If we do this, okay, it will show in how we live to our world. Every day I see you online, a lot of arguments here and there, Christians are fighting here, fighting there, because we like to perform. It's not about praying in tongues today, not about, about you know, not different that, that, should not, that should not be hard, because we are built to perform. Everything's performance. What about the basics? I'm a child of God. I'm okay where I am. I'm okay now. I'm growing right, but I'm a child of God, and that is enough right now. Intimacy, not trying to perform. So this, this one, this is my heart cry this morning. That we take off all the, all the, all the deep things. Just make it simple. I want to know God. To genuinely know God. Not pray to be good. Not pray to figure out myself, but to pray because I enjoy God's presence. That I, I crave His presence. I crave being around him. You know, yes, he's in me, right? But I crave just that feeling of, okay, God is with me right now. I, I crave those moments. I crave intimacy. So when I, when I become this, I begin to enjoy praying. Amen. That I stop trying to pray because I said I must pray every day. But I actually enjoy just running to be alone with God. 
because I actually get better when I'm alone with God. I feel better. I feel relieved. Craving intimacy. Craving intimacy. Sammy said, better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. Is it not weird that the Sammy seems to, seem to know God when, when, when I will know now? He seems to have something deeper with God than most of us know right now. Yes, we have God in you, right? But is he more is he more to David sometimes? Because we have so let performance choke it. Can't make it real again. It's just me and God. We love each other, each other and I enjoy the love. I read my Bible. Not, not, not for a streak, Bible streak, right? But just because in my Bible and in prayer, I see God better. I know God better. Intimacy. Not try to perform. Can we rise this morning? The Bible says, Come unto me, all you that labor, and thy heavy laden. I will give you rest. I will give you more work or more anxiety. I will give you rest. So, in working with God, I should have rest, not more anxiety, not more fear, not more trying to please, try, trying to, trying to, trying to, but I will just have rest and peace in his arms. Can I just begin to pray this morning? Lord, intimacy. Intimacy. Intimacy with you. Intimacy. Intimacy with you. Lord, I'm done performing. I'm done preaching to us for cool points. I'm done praying to mark my to-do list. I'm done studying just, just to say today I have studied. Intimacy, Lord. To know your heart genuinely and then to make you known. I stop feeling bad about I've not prayed today. It's a love work with you. And your child, and you love me always. Before I pray, when I pray, you love me just the same every time. Just the same way all day, all time. Intimacy, Lord, to actually really know you. And then to make you known. To know you truly, deeply. I will pray this morning. When I know you, you know, I see clearly. When I know you, I see the Bible clearly. When I know you, I see my heart clearly. I see your love in everything. I see your heart for people. I see your love for people. I see them the way you see them. I see your children, you know, and those that are yet to be your children. I don't, I don't see your enemies. I see your children, not just your enemies. I see people that, that one day, you know, get to know you the way I know you also. Lord, intimacy. That knowing you will change how I see my world. Pray this morning. Intimacy. Air that knows you. Lord, to really know you experientially. Experientially. That's your word because my realities. I live it. I know it. I know you. I know your voice. I know your presence. I know your love. My heart is filled with your love. Lord, to really know you, O oh God. To know you and then make you known. To know you and then make you known. Please keep praying. 
Lord, this morning we receive, oh God, grace for intimacy. To cultivate intimacy. To see that this work with you is meant to be easy. To flow into all our day, everything. Less profound, more real. Less profound, more real, more intimate. More intimate. More intimate. More intimate. More real. To really know you, oh God. Dear Lord, this morning we've come to you. That you correct our hearts. That Lord, we understand this may, may, may take a while to undo. To undo performance, everything. Just they need to perform. They need to keep doing to please you. That Lord, begin to work in our hearts, oh God. To make this work with you simple again. Just knowing you. Knowing you and then making you known. That you change how we see you. That we'll see you from a place of love. How much you love us. You know, and that changes how we see everything. That you make our hearts, you know, one that seeks intimacy with you. Intimacy. Intimacy. To really know you and then to make you known. Thank you, Father. That you would know that you are pleased with us right now. That right now you, right now you love us right now. And we can't do anything to end more love points. But you always love us. Thank you, Jesus. Is anyone right now that you, you know you want to give that to Christ? You want to know this, to know this, you know, this love work with God. You want this intimacy. If you are in the house or you are online, just talk to God the way you feel right now. Yes, yeah, what yeah, what you can say, right? But just talk about the way the way, the way you feel. Just communicate to God really. Let God know you want him. Let it be real. Let it be, let it be heartfelt. Lord, this morning we come to you to know you. You know, for those, those, those people that are to Christ, you know, they've come to, 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 to begin a love walk with you. That you reveal your heart for them. You show them your love, your mercy, your, your love, your, your forgiveness, your faithfulness. That, that today marks for them the beginning of something new. Something real. A love they can feel. A love they know. A love that, that, that goes beyond all they've imagined. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, today, Max, also, God, as a church, as individuals, a new beginning, I work with you. Something real. Something real. Real work with you. Real knowledge of you. Real intimacy. In the name of Jesus. That we live here fully complete our sonship. That we know and we are assured at all times that we are trained of we are trained of God in the name of Jesus. And this knowledge drives how we live our lives. Just after we have prayed. Amen. Just give a clap of hallelujah. Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.